When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome to this week's podcast episode. I've got a really fantastic duo of, of guests today, Tanya Eberhardt and Michael Carr of Brandface. And today's top topic, they're two international best-selling authors, podcast hosts, and their co-founders focus on building profitable personal brands. And I love having entrepreneurs, guests from their experience and background on the show. Today's we're going to talk about building a profitable personal brand, the 3D formula, and we're going to talk about marketing. It's going to be a fantastic discussion. So Tanya and Mike, welcome. Thank you so much, Christopher. Thank you, sir. Thank you for having us on. Yeah. And I know, uh, you know, you, you guys are uh, calling from the, um, the, the uh, East Coast. And so talk, tell people about your story, your journey, and we'll get right into it. Okay, you got it. So um, my journey actually started a long time ago, selling vacuum cleaners door to door to pay my way through college. So I did that for about three years. And that's really where I learned a lot of the principles of personal branding. You know, you really had to kind of have the story ready when you walk up to somebody's house because nobody likes a door slammed in their face. <laughs> it happened to me many times. But, uh, but I did figure out kind of how to present myself a little differently and the doors started to open. And then I went from there. Um, I was discovered while doing that and actually invited to apply for a job in radio industry. And when I got to the radio industry, um, I was dealing with um, more commas and zeros, um, people that were spending $10,000 to $100,000 a month in advertising. And those doors started slamming in my face. I was young. And I was new to the industry. And so I realized very quickly that if I wanted to change people's perception of me, I needed to change the way I presented myself. So one of the things I did was I became the first, um, one of the first radio sales reps in the country to have my own website. I started speaking to people differently, um, really focusing on helping them tell their story, right? So uh, doors started flying open and I thought, wow, this is working. And if it works for me, it's bound to work for my clients. So the next 18 years in the media industry, I worked with a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs to help them tell their story, develop their presence, um, both online and in the traditional um, media world. And that led to founding Brandface, which is my, my passion and all of that was really the personal branding stuff. How do you tell your story in a very compelling and authentic way um, to present your business to be um, unique? And so um, around 2012, 13, I began to write the first book in the Brandface series. And that's when I decided, hey, this is going to be a business. And it's also when I met this gentleman next to me and I'll let him pick up there. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'm, a, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I I worked six months out of high school for another company, uh, uh, building conveyor belts and engineering those, and then I've been on my own ever since. Uh, my main training is as an auctioneer, uh, automobiles and real estate. My mentor told me to get my real estate license. I might make a little extra money, 
And I did that and bought my own investments, real estate investments through those years. I was a contract auctioneer in the Southeast. But when um, the, the mortgage debacle hit, uh, you know, pre pre the hit uh, six and seven, um, I was able to partner with a company out of Irvine, California, and we went after the Bear Stearns residential portfolio uh, when they buckled. And uh, we ended up auctioning off about three quarters of that portfolio, which has ended up being about 175,000 residential units over seven years, uh, I was responsible for brokering and auctioning over 100,000 of those units. And then I came back to my hometown, north of Atlanta, opened up a real estate firm. And the partner I opened it up with said, uh, you know, we got we need some help on marketing. And she said, my niece is a genius at that. And she introduced me to her. And so I didn't know it. I thought she sold me marketing. She sold me branding. I never even heard of it before and even understood what it was, especially personal branding. And um, it changed our business. Like it literally rewrote the script. And all of a sudden we were able, you know, that complaint, hey, what my marketing doesn't work. I have no ROI on my marketing. I'm spending all this money and nobody's calling. Branding fixed that for me. And uh, every, we've been doubling our income ever since. Uh, we're in the real estate business, uh, arm's length transactions. So even in a year where we have seen interest rates double and, and go up uh, like that, we have our numbers year over year are a minimum of 25% gain every year, have been since we our inception, including this year, all using the personal branding principles that we teach to coaches, authors, speakers, doctors, veterinarians. Uh, podcasters, everybody that we uh, that is a forward-facing sales business needs personal branding, and uh, we we're the only comprehensive brand building service on the planet. So yeah, I love that intro, and then it it just reminds me like um, every industry field is all about sales and marketing. It's about a personal brand. It's how you get your foot in the door, and um, you know your approach is kind of you know how you differentiate yourself from like kind of just. The, the masses. Um, so one thing is talking about, especially for doctors, is they don't, they're still kind of behind the curve on personal branding and they haven't really needed to rely on personal branding. But especially in after COVID, talk about the importance of personal brand, why you need it, you know, how it's going to make you stay relevant, all of that. Yeah. And I think too, uh, Christopher, to your point, after the pandemic, uh, we saw a massive shift and um, people that were not involved in online, you know, presenting themselves in an online manner, they're now having to address that issue. And so people that were able to kind of operate behind a veil no longer are able to do that. So the importance of personal branding is really just, it's the foundation of any business. You know, people will say to me, well, what's more important, you know, the business brand or or the personal brand and which should I brand? And I say, okay, which came first, you or your business? And when they say, oh, well, I did, I said, well, your business is just an extension of you. It's an extension of your work ethic, of your values, of your mission, of your goals. And so the story begins with you. And that's really what makes it so important, you know, and on the back of all of our books, it says people don't do business with a logo, they do business with a person. And so that's where personal branding becomes so important, because it adds the human element to any business. And what, how about you, Mike? What, do, what are your thoughts on that? 
Well, I definitely think I agree with you, especially coming from that industry that doctors uh, could a lot of them could be behind the curve on this because it wasn't a necessary thing. And uh, and now it has become that even more so since COVID. Um, I doctors are the perfect candidates for personal branding because they are the brand, right? I mean, their their accolades, their years of service, their education, their process, their a focus towards medicine, it, it checks off all the boxes for personal branding. And then from a client standpoint or a patient standpoint, if you think about that, I did it just the other day. In fact, um, I'm looking for a new uh, uh, a general practitioner, a, a, you know, a family doctor, if you will. And so I just you know, Google family doctors in my town and then got, you know, started looking at reviews and started looking at, you know, because these things are important and that's what we do. And so I'm a part and parcel example of a soon to be new patient to a doctor that I wanted to know, you know, what are other people saying about them? Are they, you know, how, how do they behave? What is, what is it like? And, and pick me a good one. I'm quite sure. And we'll see, but I, but it was, I'm a living example on both sides of that aisle. I think it's very important for doctors to do that because people are going to do exactly what I just did. They're going to look, they're going to Google you, look you up, figure out if they want to do business with you. And, you know, telling that story of why you got into medicine, like why you want to care for it, what is the why and why is it important to you, the patient, I think is astronomically important for the growth of any practice, especially if you want to grow into, you know, multiple locations and pass that culture into multiple locations. Yeah. yeah, it's amazing because uh, you look at it, it's kind of like you advertise on TV, radio, on billboards. And now um, then when the Internet came and you had websites and, you know, Google, you know, allowed you to search. And then yeah, now you have social media and, you know, people like my niece and nephew, they actually look for um, stores on Instagram and TikTok. And they look for these clips and reels for kind of like short mm-hmm kind of like short advert and like these these days and age information is everywhere so it's kind of like you know you can google any business if you're not on google if you can't be found on google it's like almost like you don't exist exactly um, that's well put (laughs) yeah (laughs) very true true. very true and uh if i might add christopher um there's a this strange phenomenon happening happening in the medical world that i see We've been unfortunate enough to have several family members in the hospital, very serious um, situations over the past year. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed a lot of signs going up in hospitals and doctor's offices. You know, please refrain from profanity. You know, do not cause a scene, you know, mm-hmm. anger, you know, these things will be kind of kicked out. And I think that after the pandemic, a lot of people are anxious. Um, there was a time when you couldn't get to your family members in a hospital. Now that's changed, you know, for the most part, at least on on most days. Uh, but it's created a lot of anxiety. It's also created a a big issue for the medical industry. There are not enough people to work those positions. There aren't enough physicians. There aren't enough nurses. There aren't enough staff. Mm -hmm. And it creates such an unfortunate situation for physicians who are trying to do their best every day and show up and do what they were born to do and save lives. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that that has to be said right now that there's just a lot of chaos in the medical world right now, that a lot of good will and the right pre- presenting yourself in a in in the right way can change all of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I love that. So, kind of, uh, you know, kind of moving on is um, 
you have this 3D formula and um and kind of talk about that and also kind of what people get wrong from their personal brands. You talk about critical elements missing and uh, 90% of experts get personal branding all wrong. Kind of, kind of talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, I'll start that one. Um, so our 3D process is a super simple process. When we first started personal branding, um, focused solely on personal branding about 11 years ago, one of the first things I noticed is everybody's talking about personal branding, but nobody can tell you how to build a personal brand step by step. And so we thought, let's create the formula. And we did. So on our end, we look at 77 different criteria when we build a personal brand. On the client's end, it's a super simple three-step process. Define, develop, display. So, and that also answers the question of, you know, 90% of people are missing these critical things with their brand. In the first phase of it, it's called define. And in the define phase, we look at ideal customers, your point of differentiation, how to position you in the space. But all that starts with answering these five critical questions. And this is what's missing from a lot of, of personal brands. The five questions are, Number one, exactly who do you serve? Exactly how do you serve them? What qualifies you to serve them? How does it make their life better? And what makes you different from everyone else who's also trying to serve that same customer or in, or in, or in this case, patient, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's what we do in the defined phase. We kind of just start there. Who are you serving and how and why and all of those things? And so once we define that, then we move into that second phase of the 3D process. Yeah. And that's development. Chris, they they we develop after that, right? So we, that's when you get into colors, you get into images, background images, the correct photos, the messaging, which is so utterly important. Yeah. And the messaging is what's really a key component, and, yeah. um, and we've perfected a process to do that because you know I think the most important part of that those questions that are missing so many times in people's profile or in their advertising or in you know their websites and things like that is how you know how's it going to make their life better their clients life better their patients life better and that needs to be answered correctly and then the pictures need to match right we know pictures are worth a thousand words they got to be the right thousand words and then we move into the third part which is the display portion which is you would think this would be intuitive but it's really not putting that everywhere is so utterly important. Like, you know, and we, we deal with so many people because entrepreneurs, as you know, are very multifaceted human beings. And so many times they have a podcast, they have a book, they, they have a practice, they, they're investing in other practices, you know, they're working on patents for, you know, medical instruments, things like they've get, they're very entrepreneurial in a thousand different ways. And they're like, okay, how do I tie this together? Oh, I want this brand, this what brand for this website. I want this brand. No, 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 no. No, no, no. You are the brand yeah. and your genius has, has, you know, flowed into these other areas and they all need to tie back to you. And so we we really work hard with the clients on a display of that and showing them the language that comes with that because they all feed back to you. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, and then kind of um, I'm really curious about new terminologies and you talk about this brand litmus test and how it can help entrepreneurs and professionals in refining their personal brand um, elaborate on that. 
in refining. Okay. So, you know, to me, refinement just means making sure that every element of the brand is considered. So, you know, let's just say you, you walk into a restaurant and if you're in a restaurant, you want to see the, the menu that is branded. You want to see clever things on the menu that flow into the story of the brand. You want to see the story of how that restaurant got started. You want to see consistent colors. You want to see a consistent dec decor theme. You want to see consistent uniforms that the people wear throughout the restaurant and the ways that they address each other and the way they take your order and all of those things pulled together. That's what I think of when I think of refinement is don't miss anything. Don't let anything fall through the cracks. And every time you consider some layer or some part of your business, just make sure that it carries the brand with it. Yeah. And how about how about you, Mike? What what is um what are your thoughts on that? Uh, I think that's it. It's it's <laughs> the, it's the detail, the detail, the attention to the detail on the on the personal side of the branding is what is so incredibly important. I'll give you an example. All right, using using big corporate brands. Okay, um, we are we're in real estate business, and we've got a Christmas party coming up at the end of the week, and so you know one of our staff members is running around getting gift cards and things like that. You know, to be a part of the of the of the party. Right, goes to Chick Fil A, orders X amount of. Uh, gift certificates right and and has these bags orders these bags and, and the things that will go in it manager takes say here let me put all of these gift cards in a bag for you right so not only did they supply the bags and the gifts that goes in it and then the gift cards he places each one of them in the bags right same same staff person goes to starbucks right orders the same amount of bags and the same amount of gift cards and they just hand it to her no thank you no, no, we appreciate it. No, come back tomorrow. No, it's great to see you. You see what I'm saying? And yeah. so uh, we, we feel like with Brand Face, it's very important that that litmus test show any of our, cli our clients how that difference makes such a difference down the road. And it does because it has a ripple effect that uh, all across the their entire personal brand. And we we feel like we're the very best in that industry to try to find those finite points and then bring those to value to the client that we're working with. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they obviously have so much more to think about. Right. <laughs> and, and I, and I think the process too, that we've, and I learned this from Tanya. I mean, I was a first client in the real estate business. She had hundreds of other clients, but I was the first real estate broker that she worked with. And I just, when I decided that she was the right person for the job, I said, tell me what to do. And I quit thinking about it. And I did what she told me to do. And I think that that's really important about trusting who you're working with uh, and then showing our clients how to do that same thing for their patients or clients. Because like in your profession, right? And like with doctors and stuff like that, they're busy. They don't have time. They like if you talk to them about building a personal brand, they're going to be like, "When, right?" <laughs> We've tried to take the heavy lifting off of that. You know, we need about an hour a week out of somebody's life to build an entire brand over the course of several weeks, and we can do that with very little heavy lifting on their part because that is uber important to very busy entrepreneurs. Yeah, yeah, I love that. We we kind of have a couple of minutes left, and then uh, one thing was. Um, what I loved is you guys differentiated your brand and you align your brand with business goals. So in a world flooded with just so many people, how can people differentiate, effectively stand out and basically align personal brand with business goals and um, just create sales and repeatable revenue? Well, I think your personal brand serves as the guardrails for your business direction. 
plain and simple. So if you say, this is who I serve, how I serve them, my story and why I do those things, then that serves as the template or the guardrails for the business and keeps you from going off-roading in different things. It'll keep you on task with what you're trying to accomplish. And I know I'm going off the beaten path here just for a moment, but I felt like in terms of physicians, one of the main things they're concerned about is reputation management. And I want to speak for just a moment about how personal branding really affects reputation management. Yeah. You tell, you teach people how to treat you, right? And so the brand does that too. The brand teaches people how to treat you. So your brand's number one job is to precede you. If when I walk into a physician's office, if I know what that physician is known for, how they, how and why they started that practice and how they really change people's lives, then I'm already predetermined of a mindset when I walk in there. And that takes care of so many unanswered questions that yeah. when I leave there, I'm much more likely to give a good review uh, because I'm my mind is preset, if you will. Yeah. That's that's the brand's job. And I think that's really very important rather than risking the client forming their own opinions, your brand tells them what to think about you, right? And yeah. so I thought I'd leave with that, with that note there, Chris, because it's a little off the question that you asked, but it's so important for your clientele. Yeah. I love that. And kind of Mike talk, talk about like some of the long-term branding strategies and kind of end it out on a positive note. How can people contact you, follow your work, um, reach out to you, et cetera. Yeah. I'll just add in, I'll let Tanya, Tanya be the banner for us. They, a, uh, once you build your personal brand, it's about building an ecosystem from there and that ecosystem of where those leads come from and how people find you, like you said earlier, to repeat your words, you know, information is everywhere and we need to be everywhere. And in that everywhere needs to tell the same story. And once you dial that brand in starting there, any marketing that you do is going to lead back to that personal brand. And it's always going to be that consistent message that's very important to the patients, to clients, whoever you're trying to serve. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Um, and you you can contact <laughs> us. There's a couple of different things that you can do. Brandfacestar.com is our website. And that's also the handle for all of our social media platforms, Brandfacestar, S-T-A-R. Yeah. And then if you want to download our ultimate guide to a freedom-based brand, get a little more information on those three Ds, uh, it is brandfaceguide.com. And uh, what a fantastic uh, duo. And I really enjoy um, this conversation, talking about branding. Um, and for all the listeners out there, uh, Tanya and Mike's resources will be in the links. Be there omnipresent facebook instagram youtube twitter give them a like follow and with that thanks so much for coming on to the podcast yeah, Chris, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much for having us